I love my mother, but my mother doesn't love. Wait, how does that one go again? I love my mother, but my mother doesn't love. I'm nothing like my father because my father was large. Mummy's best boy is a big basement boy, and he lives in the basement with a big gold toy, and he touches all his father's pictures, looking at them like a big old uh, dictionary of things that he doesn't want to do. That's my big gold boy. He's turning blue. Because of the pen he rubbed on his face. And now he lives uh, at someone else's place because he got kicked out. Yeah, or Prius in this case. Prius in this case. That rhymes. God. Um, Ted, did you get the marker I snuck you? Yes. Yep. I um, did. Was the Thank scent, you for that. Was the, was the scent okay? I never know with brown Sharpie if it's going to be chocolate or if it's going to be root beer. It was root beer and I, I really appreciate it. I drew myself a new mustache. Can you stick your head? I'm at the window right now. Stick your head up on the glass of the Prius. Yeah, I can't roll down the window. So ready? You see me? See me? Oh, yeah. Wow. I like that. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Oh, it looks like it did stain the glass a little bit. Oh, I don't care. Harrison's car. Oh, my gosh. Ted. Ted. Ted, you know who you look like? You look like Harrison's dad from the pictures in the closet. Remember that we found? Remember the box of pictures? Uh Uh-huh. Hold on. Harrison! Harrison, come look. It looks like your dad. Hey, tell him. Tell him his dad's here. Hey, Harrison, your dad's here. Hey, Harry. You should see his face. Hey. I'm just, I'm just kidding, Harrison. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, he's not. Oh, he's, um, he's not. Uh, He'll he's, come out. He's, uh, He'll come out of his room eventually. Yeah, he, he kind of went in and shut the door and um, it's Harrison, so I don't need to tell you what he's doing. He's crying. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. I mean, House of a Thousand Tears, I've named it, really. I mean... Given we've all had our turn in the cry box. Yeah. Should we start the show? Yep. Hey, Hey. everybody. Uh, Welcome back to Tep Talk. I'm one of your hosts, as always, Tep Tim, here to serve you and not look you in the eye while I'm putting the plate in front of you full of beautiful Tep because you are higher status than I am. I work for you. Yes, you, our delightful audience, are the lord in the manner of this podcast. Yes. And I am the... Scullery maid. Grotesque scullery maid, sort of just underneath the table, scrubbing near your beautiful boots, uh, where you just uh, spittooned on the back of my neck. And I say, very good, sir, good shot. And I just keep scrubbing away, scrub, 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 in order to make the big manner of tep talk your one-stop shop for tep news information and gossip and that's my intro i think it makes sense i don't want to redo it beautiful uh, no i'm I, I would never dream of it and i will not be editing it and i just want to take a second to say before we get to today's big tep news information and gossip uh tep talk is as always brought to you by dr schroeder and big a cousin josh's smoothie juice it's a bit like saying jim 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 Jarjush. Yeah. Jim Jarjush. You know, Jim Jarjush should really start a schmooshy company because the uh, copyrights itself. But no, this yeah. is uh, Dr. Schroeder and Big A Josh's patented schmooshy guaranteed one steak per bottle. Quote, finally, juice you can chew. Time to, and spelt with a two, beef up. Other slogans include, chew on this. 
And yeah. then it's, it's the cartoon with the guy with the really big red A. Um, yeah. And he's taking a big chomp out of a straw. And he's got one eye closed, kind of in a winky little face. Yeah, yeah. Like a bit like Popeye, except in the A. Popeye, but if when he had spinach, it only went down to his A. Mm-hmm. What a thought. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, what are their, What are some of their other mottos? I keep telling them that, you know, far be it for me, I'm not a business expert or a therapist like Dr. Schroeder, but I do feel like they would be served to have fewer mottos for their business. Uh, yeah. I mean, the pirate one, yar me hearty juice. And I wish they had stuck with that one because I got the pirate hat on and it's not coming off. Well, I think it looks cool though. I mean, I'm enjoying it oh, from my thank car you. window. I think your mustache looks cool. Yeah. No, I, I think this mustache is going to do a lot for me. Anyway, Ted, shout out Dr. Schroeder. Not only thanks for sponsoring the show, but really nice to have you living in the house. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see him up close and personal. It's my first time interacting with the man. Well, he's so much shorter in person than mm. in the photos I've yes. shown you. I do have to admit, the camera hides a lot. Shout out Harrison, too. You know, we give Harrison a hard time about a lot of stuff. But yeah. when Dr. Schroeder moved him and moved all of his stuff in and all the juice equipment in, and they sort of took over the kitchen and the rec room with the juice operation, Harrison didn't have the guts to say anything. And I admired that in him. Yeah, honestly, I wish I'd been allowed to be in the house to see that. I, I appreciated your FaceTiming the entire thing. It was pretty majestic yeah. to see him just sort of turn on the spot and just sort of run in that, that really bouncy way to his room and slam the door. And thank you, Harrison. Yes, and thank you, Harrison. Now, Tim, this week on the show, yes. we are talking yes, yep, tap. Yep, yep, tap, and tap, we've tap, got tap, tap, tap. We're talking news tap. to talk oh. about. Let's get back to it. A couple big items. Oh my gosh, Ted, have you worked on the book at all? Uh, look, um, I'm the sort of guy that no, I haven't at all. No, worked on it. No, yeah, not. No, I kind of forgot about I'm it. Sort of until waiting right now. for. I'm sort of waiting for inspiration. I mean, luckily, cousin Josh has gotten his big A onto other things right now with the sh- smoothie. But yeah. I do know that he is still expecting some pages on the um, how I got my wife back memoir that we are um, technically under contract to write. Yes, I just haven't been. I think with everything else that's been going on with the beef and with the, the yeah, it just makes hard, me so sleepy. Hard. And then when I'm until awake, I'm in the bathroom. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's then that's the other thing. It's just like everyone has their own way of of working you know and this yes. is something we know oh yeah yeah steve jobs famously his like work routine was he'd go into a room with a bunch of apple interns and sort of yell at them until they cried yep and he fed off that and he he did he sort of sucked in that that vibe yeah i mean shout out daddy potter it's very much a dad mentor type totally totally and that and that gave him that essence gave him like at the end of one of those sessions of being like you POS worthless, no good for nothing, no good intern. At the end of that session, he'd be like, it's an iPod and it's red. Someone get me on the phone to Bobo and the egg. And all the interns, you know, through their tears had to clap and say, oh, we just saw, you know, a star is born. The old age has died and the new one is yet to be. be. And that's their privilege. This is what you do as an intern. You know, it's what I've been trying to tell Harrison, you know, about interning for us. Like, it's going to be rough. I wish that just by yelling at Harrison, I could write this GD book, you know, mm-hmm. like I, mm-hmm. I wish I, I wish that I had that power. But that's not how I work. The way I work is I don't do anything for a really, really, really long time. Mm-hmm. And then at the very mm-hmm. last minute, it all comes together really fast. Oftentimes, people don't know that about me. Like, you know, shout out. And I hate to bring Grace and Dennis into this. 
great people, uh, love mm. of my life, and and her and her new uh, fiance. You know, they were like, we gave you so many chances before we demolished yeah, the mother-in-law apartment. And I always yeah. say, one more chance would have done it. Yeah, yeah, you were working your way. Just, you were working your way up so, to that threshold. I was so close, and I just wasn't there yet. And it really is their fault. You did nothing wrong. I mean, in fact, I'd go as far to say no, you've, I, I, you've never done anything wrong in your whole life. Wait, 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 Ted, 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 it's happening right now. The book, it's happening. Yeah. Line one, line one, chapter one, paragraph one. I'd never done anything wrong, I realized, as I sat upon the porch of Steve Jobs's yacht. That's it. I got another one. I got another one. Okay, go, 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 go. Just let it go. Just let it come. Just let it come. Just then, the mahogany wood hatch of the yacht burst open and Ted strode up the gangway ladder. I actually think you can say I. I think our book can be first person, but there's just two first persons. Yeah, it, this makes sense. The fact that like we're both this sort of one person, but it's both us. The title of the book is How I Got My Wife Back by Tim and Ted. Yeah, okay, cool. It was a beautiful thought lapping at me like the waves pushed up against Catalina Island as I cruised along. One hand on a bottle of Tums, and the other firmly clasped on the muscular shoulder of my best friend, Steve. Can you believe we pulled it off? Steve said with a wink as he withdrew his sinewy body from the deck chair and moved to the edge of the yacht's railing to look out upon the hills of the ocean of California. Looking back over his shoulder, he shot me another wink and removed his turtleneck to reveal a perfectly sculpted, tanned body with a tattoo of an iPad on the back. He was the sort of man you didn't mind looking at. I turned to him and with my customary wink and a smile, took off my fedora, held it at my side and said, I can't believe we did it either. Steve, you and I managed to get my wife back. Steve laughed and shook his head and casting a wink in my direction said, Tim, any paparazzi that you can see? I looked sweeping all horizons. Coast is clear, Steve. And with a laugh, Steve removed his bald cap to reveal the most beautiful flowing black hair you had ever seen. I have to wear this thing for appearances, you understand, he said, so that nobody is threatened by me. Because if they ever saw how I really looked, shush, I said, say no more. Steve's long hair blowing in the Catalina winds reminded me of a dark, beautiful stallion pounding across an Idaho field. I felt my own hair feeling a little self-conscious, but then remembered that I'd just gotten my wife back. Yeah, good callback. And all of my worries faded away. She was downstairs fixing some popcorn. I didn't think that wives would be on the boat with us. Actually, yeah, no, maybe they're not. I think that's not as good. She decided not to. She wanted to be somewhere else. She, she wanted to. Well, I mean, she was she doing something come, else. She, didn't. she was, yeah. Maybe with Stefan. Mm. Maybe it's actually dancing this time. Maybe yeah, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. dancing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's good. Put put that in the book. She was with her dance instructor, and they were only dancing. I know, and you know, because Bronson was watching. Yes, he was videoing them dancing vertically, dancing vertically. Steve laughed and slapped both myself and Ted, who also is myself, on the back and said... When you came to me and found me in hiding and found out that I was actually alive and had been undercover this whole time, mm. and I said, I love you, um, 
Uh, I'm starting to lose it, Ted. No, you know what it is? But that's a story for another time. I say ruefully as Steve ruffles up my shorter black hair. Feeling self-conscious, I adjusted my fedora because my hair was, well, let's just say nowhere near as beautiful as Ted's or Steve's, which was beginning to become intertwined and tangled into each other. Well, that's the sea winds for you, I thought, as he pressed me close to his chest and held my head there so I could hear his beating heart. Drinks, anyone? Uh, All three of us turned and looked to see the waiter, or should I say, Tim Cook, coming up the stairs of the yacht. He was dressed in a little butler's outfit. Except with very short sailor's shorts. Steve laughed and looked at us with a hangdog expression. I don't know, boys. Maybe I'm being too rough on Tim Cook by making him our personal server and attendant. But then again, he did betray me while I was away and I was watching the whole time and I knew about it. I wouldn't think about it too much, I say, still pressed to his chest. I think that all's well that ends well and penitence needs to be paid for the reckless stewardship of the company while you were rightfully and strategically hidden to observe things from afar and make even better decisions about uh, putting pens on laptops. I don't know about that one, Ted. Future. We could leave that out. You can edit that out if you want. Well, I just worry that the pen on the laptop makes it seem unrealistic. Yeah. Well, I guess this is the point in the story where we tell you the secret. How we got our wife back. back. And that's the part I don't have any ideas for yet. Yeah, me too. I don't know about that bit. But this is a great Um, start. This is really good. good, I love this story so much. So, all right, chapter one done for the book. That's great. I think that'll earn us a little bit of uh, downtime, and we can come back to it uh, when next we feel inspired. Now, let's get to the tep. So, Ted, where do you want to start? Well, I think we have to start with the main event. You know, we've been circling around this, not talking about it for quite a while. I know. We got to talk about Elon and his big dancing baby boy yeah uh look ted i um i've never been in denial of anything in my life yeah but i've been in denial about this let's back up ted so let, let's give people just the tep talk certified um right. bullet points of the item and then we'll get into why this is so exciting slash incredibly offensive okay here we go i'll give it to you basically elon has held a press conference in a very groundbreaking manner His aim was to come out there and really say to the world, hey, we will eventually be building robots that that will look like Tesla cars, but they'll be humans. Um, We don't have one yet. Yeah. This is like, for listeners, when you get invited to someone's house to stay there where you're living in a gutter, sort of drain, storm drain, and someone like Harrison says, you can come stay at my house. You get there and you say, which room do you want? And you don't know because you just got to the house. You don't know which room you're going to eventually want. Mm. So you kind of have to claim all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so similarly, Elon, you know, came out of this press conference and basically said, We've got gotten is we've invented an AR robot, but not yet. Yeah, but here's the thing: this press conference could have been a very normal press conference, except for the fact that it featured a man in a whole body 
morph suit. Cool morph suit, yeah. Dressed as what they thought a Tesla-based robot would look like. Now, I I can hear the listeners at home saying, Tim and Ted, you must have been so excited. This is all your favorite things at once. Robot, AI, Elon, press conference, internet, technology. Yeah. I, I didn't love it. No, shout out Cousin Josh, because here's my beef about the press conference. I was all excited to see a real-life robot. I know. Dance around and and do a cool dobstep dance for Elon before he came out. But for whatever reason, the interns or whoever, you know, is working for Tesla, shout out, look at our resumes. Check your email, please. They obviously didn't get it done in time and they... Instead, without Elon knowing, sent one of them, one of the interns to come and do a little dance on stage, pretending to be a robot, thinking we'd all just think it was a real robot because he was good at doing the robot dance. I think where we entered the uncanny valley is that I could really clearly see the muscles of his A. Shout out, Cousin Josh. And his legs. And I couldn't take my eyes off his sort of muscular dance. Well, the problem when you see a man in a bodysuit is you can't not think of what's underneath. Right. And you kind of see like a little impression of everything. And instead of thinking, oh, this is an amazing robot. With gears and bolts. With gears and and who's going to like, you know, fetch me food and and lie, spoon me in bed and and, um, read me books in the bathtub. Instead, I'm looking at it and I'm going like, whoa, that guy's got... A powerful A. That's strike one. It's distracting. Yeah. If you're going to have a man pretending to be a robot, which fair enough, the robot's not ready yet. I get it. Like, I've I've emailed plenty of PDFs that are blank and said, hey, oops, uh, must have been corrupted, but, you know, I just didn't do it. Yeah, and here's the thing. That robot, objectively attractive. No, no, no. Let's be clear. The robot looks great. He was obviously, like, a really attractive sort of Stefan-like dancer. Well, and I wanted to ask you, Ted, about this if it wasn't a little bit, and this is something I think Elon could have been a little bit more thoughtful of. I wondered if it wasn't a little triggering for you to see a man dance like that. Well, I've videoed a lot of it before. You know, it's not like I haven't seen, you know, a man in a lot of Lycra dance really close to my wife's um, head. And in this case, it was my head watching the screen. You hold the phone so close when you watch. Thrust, thrust, thrust. But I'm like, this is my safe space. This is a press conference right. with the, the, Elon. He's not and, supposed yeah. to be allowed in here. I, I don't mind saying it was triggering. I, I, um, you know, that's that's why that's why the Prius looks the way it does. Yeah, and I think Harrison always says, "I don't get your art." Well, Harrison, how much more direct could it be? Then in Sharpie, the words, beware the dancing man, written over and over and over again on the windows. Beware the dancing man, for he comes with a plan and a pal in tow to make your life go. Flush, flush down the drain in a Prius, you see, pushed by two naked men. One is he into a pond where you shall languish and watch forever as between them your wife, they do squish. They squish, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the rest of the poem. Beware the dancing man. Beware the dancing man. 
beware yep. the dancing man three times at the end just sort of like a sort of like a prayer like the handyman like the, the bees and that's so that was my impression of it what was your impression of the <sighs> press conference yeah so strike one and two it was way too distracting way too sual with the cool outfit with the yeah, beautiful yeah, outfit yeah, beautiful and strike outfit. two it was just triggering very thoughtless and i assume this is not to do with elon because i mean look elon He's a dad. He's been deed, divorced. Yep. He gets it. The last thing a divorced dad, which is to say everyone who buys his cars, wants to see is a dancing man reminding of the man who danced their wives away. So yep. two strikes there. Well, and this gets to my point. I couldn't help but watch that and think, you wanted someone to be a robot? You got dads right here. Mm. You have their phone numbers. You mm. know where they live. They've left yeah. you messages and they'll do anything for you. That's such a good point. I mean, imagine like if... Instead of that incredibly suggestive, handsome, and sort of evil dancing man came out in that suit. Imagine if two dads came out in one suit together and they put it, instead of playing that dubstep music, they played... Give me the beat boys and soothe my soul. Yeah. Imagine that Elon says, and we've got a robot. It's going to look a little something like this. And then you and I come out. But we're in one suit. Fedoras on maybe spandex fedora. I'm, in, I'm behind you and you're in front of me. Yeah, like when people make the horse together. Beast with two backs. You would be stepping on my feet like I'd be... I'd be walking you, you know, like holding you up like like a little kid. Like we used to do at the Best Buy. And it would look cool. It would look cool. cool. Give me the beat, boys. Free my soul. Yeah, and we just come out super slowly because yeah. it's, it's a pretty low tempo song. Yeah, it's a um, robot. And then we just get there and once we're up on stage, we just do the can-can. What else is there to do? That's one thing, which is like, if you're going to want to have a man dressed in spandex, make it a dad and make it two dads and make them ride on each other. Yeah. Or, and this is this goes to the ch- pig chip point again, why don't you just make us into robots? That's a really good point. That's a really good point. I mean, point. just like, I just, yeah, this ready, just gets to what yeah. I'm always saying yeah, to yeah, Elon yeah. and to his lawyers, do what you gotta do, mm, you know? Yeah, cut me open. I mean, no one yeah. else is. No one no. else is doing anything with me. Yeah. Dr. S and Big A Josh are learning a bit about how I respond to the beef, but like beyond that, I'm not serving any purpose here. Mm, mm-hmm. So just like... Take off my hand and put an egg beater on there. It's it's not much, but it's a starting point. And I think I think you know Elon knew this. I mean, that's the thing with right. the pigs and right. this. You know, like with the pigs, it was obviously the food and administration had said no. You can't put the yeah. chip in dads. Where the food and administration, we say yeah. no um, because Congress and red tape. In this case, I think. His interns messed up. They couldn't get it. They didn't have our numbers. They're on TikTok or Tumblr or something like that. And they they goofed it up and they they just sent out a shoddy product. And Elon knew because when he was up there, you could tell that he was just winging it. No plan. Yeah. He sort of was slurring the words and he was a bit like, oh, yeah, it's a robot. And um, we're going to make it slower so if it uh becomes evil you can run away from it um and uh it's powered tesla inside a robot and those sort of crickets like you know i don't know what idiots were there in the room with him but clearly they they weren't hyped enough and elon could elon wasn't feeding off that energy and so his energy was super low the robot dance was super um sexual and suggestive and and sent me into a conniption and just all around, I think it was a bad time, and Elon knew it. This, oh gosh, this answers so much, Ted, yeah. because, you know, we run into this a lot. 
how do you reconcile something that you know to be true with the reality in front yeah, of your own eyes? Yes, totally. And yeah. the, the fact of the matter is, there's always more to it than there seems to be. And, and you know, with a little bit of effort, it always does end up being more or less what we think is true. Is yes. true. Yeah, and we are. Um, it just takes some right. thinking. So I think what happened with Elon is, you know, he got there, he was all psyched, he was pumped. He was so excited because he knew... He had he was gonna have these two dads come out wearing one giant lycra bodysuit. They were gonna have fedoras under the lycra so that the fedoras were sort of stuck to their heads. Yeah. And there was an outline of a fedora and they were gonna walk on each other's feet and do the can can to give me the beat boys and soothe my soul. Mm-hmm. He gets there and he probably says to some POS intern, All right, we're the dads, or let's be realistic, we're a Tum and Ted. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um the intern just said uh, uh, sorry, mm. Elon. I, uh, I uh, forgot to do it. I needed to take a mental health day all week last week, and I didn't get the robot done. Wah, wah. I didn't get my participation trophy. I was too triggered to do it, you know, yeah. which is like uh, uh, funny because mm. we're the ones that are triggered. We're the ones like, who actually, triggered. Yeah, yeah we like, invented I'm, that like, You want to talk about being triggered like yeah walk a mile in my shoes i'll I'll show you what triggered is yeah you want to see what triggered is you want to see what a safe space is check out my friend's prius it looks like h looks like an actual nightmare zone but it is safe no exactly and that's kids these days you know they think they think they got it so hard uh you feel triggered try drinking six pounds of steak a day if you took any old let's say east los angeles hipster and you went up to their shower and you listened through the door and you listened to them crying it'd be like you know like whereas i would dare them to come into our shower and listen to us cry i'll show you triggered you know that's more like a kids these days want everything handed to them yeah boohoo i I will never own my own home oh boohoo the climate's dead try having your wife dump you for two handsome men just try watching they won't let you they shut the blinds they shut everything there's no way of watching you know oh there's too many options on netflix the singer from future islands unfollowed me let's talk about grady's rv Okay? Yeah. You want to talk about triggered? You want to talk about like... Safe spaces? Being sure that you're dead? Yeah, Like you want to talk about believing that you're believing that you're dead. Yes. Next time you come to me and talk about how your latte doesn't have enough foam, I'll introduce you to someone named Eggman and you are never coming back. Yes, it's ogre. That's not your swamp anymore. Your own mind is not your own. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually reminds me, Ted, things in Harrison Falls are not looking good right now. Yes, I can imagine that. Well, you know about how after the eulogy for the boy with the train, they ran the pastor out of town? Ooh. You know this as well as I do. The people in that town need guidance. They're easy to manipulate. Um, and they're easily swayed, And when swayed, that pastor left, I didn't love the pastor so yes, much you know yeah, yeah. we didn't well, get along and everything offensive with his sparkler talk bad eulogies and same hymns every weekend but um i think that he filled in a certain role and there is a there is a spiritual vacuum in that town and i am not excited <sighs> about yes. what's going to happen because there was rumblings and it, it's not the esoteric order of eggnog is it yeah uh, there, there's whispers 
Yeah. There's whispers. Mm-hmm. I'd love to talk to Grady about it because I think he'd be the one who'd have a bead on it, but I, I, I do not want to go near that parking lot. Yeah, no, it's it's not safe right now with uh, Groove and DS. Yeah, actually, that's something, Ted, we didn't talk about last week, and I feel like I, I do, I want to maybe just address it quickly because otherwise people are going to accuse us of being seized cowards, and I'm not afraid to talk about it. I'm not. No, I'm not, and I'm not afraid of Groove and DS. I'm not. Darby Sullivan is a... Um, coward. You know, former friend and a coward, and we, we could totally take him if if we wanted to we don't want to because it's boring like it it'd be boring yeah mainly we haven't been going to the parking lot just because i've been too busy i guess mostly yeah but there's also the little factor of the like anti-tim and ted patrol that he's sort of set up now well and i, I I'm, I'm not afraid to acknowledge it the effigies yeah yeah it's um it's a bit much it's a bit much i want to just say that's not what i look like unless that's supposed to be you in which case they did it they did a pretty good job yeah true and that's shout out thomas i didn't know that about thomas very creative guy i didn't know a lot i didn't know anything about thomas honestly barely knew why we even mentioned him yeah he did a really great job with the effigies and uh i just think what they've what they've done to them is disgraceful and randy it is happening on your watch I feel like Randy's probably turning a blind eye when they light those puppets on fire or they built that big catapult. I mean, gosh, it was very poor taste when they had the kids come yeah. with the bats. Yeah, that was that was really poor taste. Yeah, so I guess I give the Elon robot presentation two thumbs up. Yeah, two out of two. It's great. I guess my only request is, again, Elon, please take me and turn me into a uh, robot. Yes. You've seen Inspector Gadget with Matthew Broderick. I want a boxing glove to come out of my head. I want to be able to spring up on big springy feet. I want to be able to have an extending arm. I want a nemesis with a claw. I mean, Randy's got that leg brace. Well, well, Ted, I think that is almost it for this week. But, you know, it's been a while since we've done our classic TEP update roundup. So why don't we just do a little lightning round here and talk about what people should be keeping their eyes and ears focused on in the world of TEP these days. Yes. I want to talk about Google reviews. Oh, fantastic. Yep. If you spend a bit of time on the Google Maps app as we do. Sorry, Apple Maps app. Look, we know this about relationships. Everyone needs a hobby. And, you know, sometimes you got to get out of the house and do something like painting class or a a dance class no offense ted no not taken and um i am officially and i want to proclaim this on the podcast i am one review away from being a level five local expert (gasps) oh ted that's right yep so folks at home if you don't know on google maps if you click on a location that has a business you can just go onto it Scroll down to the bottom and there is a section where you can add a five to one star rating and put a bit of a review and a picture in there. And here's the thing about reviews. You can say anything in a review. And so I found that a review of a business is an excellent place to just sort of, I want to say journal. That's what I love about your reviews, Ted, is I don't even really care about the chipotle although i understand the way they treated you is very unfair but i just love being able to basically check in it's kind of like a dad stack Mm. where you know you can like people put up their blog on and people pay for them and then they can say stuff that everyone hates yeah it's a place where i can sort of wax poetical i mean for example with the chipotle one you know very popular review of mine one star The blaring light of the Chipotle called me like a beckoning siren from across the dark night. The street clip-clop was dark as I pushed my way to the doors. Sir, sir, we're cleaning up. 
you have to go home, they said to me. I pushed my face up against the window, leaving an impression of my brown sharpie moustache for them to clean off as well. Just then I was caught in the stink eye of the employee. There, with her raised eyebrow and her scowl in slow motion telling me to f*** off, I saw a glimpse into her world. Three poodles at home, her favourite show, trying to get back, but this guy just messed up her window. I moved back into the night with a wave and a wink. She swears, f*** off, asshole. One star. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm no expert in poetry, but in as much as I am an expert, it's it's perfection. You know, for those of us who are not allowed in a lot of businesses. Yeah. Well, that's my radar. I'm almost at level five. When level five gets, I get unlocked with a. I get a whole new badge on the on the Google Maps thing, and I can't wait for that badge. I hope they can mail you a printout badge. Yeah. Well, or if they can't, I'll I'll print it out and and as a temporary tattoo and put it on my forehead. But what's on your radar? Yeah. So on my radar has been the whole debacle with a little website known as OnlyFans. Ah, yes. Yeah. They made the announcement a few weeks ago that they were going to be taking all of the SUL and Piographic content content off of OnlyFans. That's like big boy coffee being like, we're not making coffee anymore. You can come in here and cry and I'll yell at you, but no coffee. It just doesn't make sense economically. No. I mean, I immediately just thought, like, I guess I was really nervous for uh, Sarah and Stefan and uh, Bronson, because I know they do collect a lot of income that way. Yes, it is the majority of their income these days. And, you know, I was worried for them. I was like, well, if that OnlyFans money dries up, how are they going to buy more towels? I mean, if they'd asked, you know, I would have come over and helped. I could do odd jobs for them. So that's an option. Yeah. But of course, the good news is that OnlyFans changed their mind. They're going to let all the pia-graphic content they want on there. So so that's good. That means your wife and her uh, two, um, yeah, well, yeah. they're back with a vengeance. They are back with a vengeance. Um, probably if I had access, um, I'd know all about it. Yeah. The thing that I couldn't help think of, just because I'm an innovator and I've had have so much beef going through my body right now, mm. was um, I think... Someone could make a lot of money launching a site called Only Dads. Ooh. Yep, that's right. Ooh. Yep. yep. I'm yep. feeling We are that. leaving money on the table right Cha-ching, now. There is a, there is a market friend. out oh, there. Here's yeah. what I'm talking about. Not only could it be a safe space, and I don't mean a safe space in the way that the little snowflake kids mean it. I mean a real safe space for dads who need a safe space. Yes. Yeah. To yeah. talk about being banned from OnlyFans and other sites. But dads could just post videos for other dads of dad stuff. Right. I mean, I could be doing like a bit of a chicken dance to um, <laughs> to, to like not bush, flat bush city, not flat bush city limits, you know. Yeah, I, I could be telling dad jokes, like bad dad jokes, you know, yeah. like... Hey, what did the uh, what happened to what, what what did my wife do? And she uh, met Dennis. You know, she left me. But you know, I'd figure out the joke more. Yeah, ba 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 ba. My Corona. Uh, <laughs> that one's so good. We could do like yeah. um, you know, here's how to uh, reboot your iPhone when it says it's full, even though you don't have anything on it. Yeah, totally. And totally. you know, and there could be other stuff. Too. Yeah, paywall. Yeah. I think that might 
might be it for this week's That's show. That's the show. Whew, only that. Okay, I'm going to talk to Dr. Schroeder because um, just between you and me, Ted, I feel like there's enough people in the house now. Mm. We might be able to get you back in. Because just in yeah. terms of votes, like there's me and Dr. Schroeder and cousin Josh and his A, which yes, <laughs> doesn't quite yeah, count as yeah. a per person, but it should get its own vote, honestly. Um, yeah. And I think I could lobby, I could whip a couple of votes up in Harrison Falls, too. I'll start petitioning the candidates, and in a week's time, you call the council. That sounds good. And because I just think, like, the business mindset going through this mm. place is unbelievable. Yeah. Jishmoosh, and now it only dads. And Harrison, he complains so much mm. about how much noise we make, he could invent some earplugs or something. I don't know. Yeah, totally, totally. So that is something to keep our eye on. Hey, until next time, folks, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week, as always. That's and I just right. want to say again, I said a couple months ago that it, we wanted to do a special bonus episode on music, and it's just, it's polite to just send something. You know, like at yeah. this point... Just yeah. even if you don't have a real question. I mean, I know it's mostly just you, Grady, and yeah, and Carlton listening. So just just write a few and put send a them fake in. name. Yeah. On, yeah, just use fake different name. names. It's it's fine. I mean, like I don't. It's not about. Oh, Ted! I just thought, chapter two. Wow! I never knew a jet ski could go this fast. I said over the surf and turf of the twin jet skis blasting down the Marin headlands. Me on one with my best friend on my back, Ted, and Steve riding along next to me. Sodden and dripping wet from the large spray of the wake of his jet ski, we had a lot of work catching up, hogging the corners, getting low in that jet ski seat, that wet pleather leather underneath us being squeezed between our thighs as we thundered towards the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> <laughs>